0: I'm Lauren Bobert, a mom, a small business owner, a defender of freedom. Here's what I know. You protect what you love. President Trump built a big, beautiful wall because he loves America. And he wanted to secure our country and protect us from drugs, illegal aliens pouring into our communities, and sex traffickers. Democrats, they fought him every step of the way. And now, welcome to Fort Pelosi, where Democrats decry walls, from within their own heavily guarded razor wire wall. Democrats don't want to protect you because they don't care about you, but they'll spare no expense
1: protecting themselves. We will not build a wall. No,
2: there will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration, this I'm, is for one. A wall.
0: I'm
3: not for a wall.
0: It's time to cut the crap and remember, this is the people's house. Madam Speaker, tear down this wall.
4: Good to see you tonight. Hope that you are doing good. Just be a few short years. Get Trump back in the White House 2024. Own the House, own the Senate in 2022 and stop all the obnoxious bull crap that the the devil via the uh, Democratic Party is doing. We'll get it stopped. Everybody hang in there. You know, what we need to concentrate on right now is states' rights and state actions. We'll get into that in a minute. You know it's one of the most frustrating things is you know according to Joe Biden during the campaign all of the rioting that was going on via Antifa and Black Lives Matter was stirred up because Donald Trump caused rac- racial divide and racial tensions well he's going to have to explain these videos to me you can play that first one Aaron I may talk over it a little why are bit you uh, Explain this to me. This is going on right here in Portland. And uh, this is at Chase Bank in Portland. Listen, Andy, no video, of course, coming out of Portland. So what's going on? This is Antifa again, trying to break into the Chase Bank. You got one poor officer. He pulls out the heat. That dude can block the whole door himself. That's a big man. But he pulls out the heat. You got Antifa. So what exactly is causing this riot now? Explain it to me, because Joe Biden's been the president now. It's 50 days. So what's the racial divide? It should all be solved, right? The Democrats are in office. They own the House, own the Senate, own the Oval, really own the Supreme Court because of John Roberts is a capitulating coward. But anyway, so where's the racial divide now? So that's at the Chase Bank in Portland. Well, here we are back at the federal courthouse in Portland. Do the same thing, Aaron. Again, I'll talk over. Fuck here. Me again. here we are. Yeah, let right, me talk over this because the there's multiple f-bombs test. going on. So here, Antifa is back at the federal courthouse under the reign of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. So explain to me, if the racial divide was going to be immediately healed, why are they back? Why? Why are they back at the uh, federal courthouse, threatening all these people to come in? Here, go ahead and play for a couple of minutes so you can turn the volume up, Aaron. Go ahead. Are. Come outside. Come outside. Come outside. Why is there still yeah. tension here? Do Democrats it. are it. in charge. Do it. You don't These are scare all Biden voters. You don't fucking scare me, bitch. Yeah, this is Antifa back. Alright, go to the next one, Aaron. The federal That's with got the right cops. Right this right is right this ends up how this goes. In front of the same place, see the glass in the background. This is how it ended up having to go. Federal cops having to come out and protect the uh, federal courthouse in Portland. Once again. There you go. All right, you can bring it back to me. You don't need to watch it for too long. I'm just curious. I mean, I, I thought all of this was gonna be solved with the Democrat in the White House. I thought all the racial tensions would be gone. Now here's the thing. We have a lot of things going on right now, and it's and there's a lot of pseudo bad news, but I want you to understand, like when they try to pass HR one, they just passed the one point nine billion dollar covid relief bill and everybody knows that only nine percent of that bill goes to anything having to do with covid so out of 1.9 trillion dollars 171 billion goes to covid the rest of it goes to what i call pps pelosi projects and that's it nothing else and we'll go over that in a little bit but here's how you keep your head up you know psalm chapter 3 verse 3 it says that god is the glory and he's the lifter of our heads so we need to encourage ourselves In the Lord. Now, here's how do we do this? I know we got the the church realm, and we can always be right there. God is our is our strength. He upholds us. He's the glory. He's the lifter of our heads. We got all that. He is our encourager. He's the friend that sticks closer than brother. We got that. But if you want to encourage yourself politically, you need to go back to the states. A lot of these things, like if they try to pass HR one, which is federally controlled elections, just know that that's anti-constitutional. It goes against the Constitution. Who controls their elections? State houses and state senates, which they didn't do it. But it seems like right now they're getting their act together in Wisconsin, in Georgia, in Iowa, maybe in Arizona. They're getting their act together because what happened was election laws were changed without going through the senates and houses in the states, especially in the six states with the seven cities where Biden well, where Biden won the election via mass fraud but anyway this is how you encourage yourself now they're trying to pass something called excuse me hr8 which is a gun registry uh trying to close all the loopholes they seem to make up out of thin air there really aren't any little loopholes out there but anyway so this is what you do is they try to pass these crazy draconian communist socialist bills in their various names hr1 hr8 whatever it may be their american rescue bill which is the 1.9 trillion dollar covid relief bill you have to focus on the states because i'm telling you right now the states really have the power they really do that's how the and and they will lose they will lose lawsuits because a lot of people are like well the Supreme Court has seemed to turn on us. It's got to get to the Supreme Court. In order for it to get to the Supreme Court, it's going to have to get through a lot of Trump appointees. I know they failed us in the election, but a lot when they're, when they're strict constructionists. And by the way, the Supreme Court has upheld some things in our favor recently. Held the right to gather in churches, and that shouldn't be hard considering the first, 14th, and 4th Amendment. Guarantee that right, but at least they're doing their job with that. But we got to fall back on the state's and here's somebody speaking. This is a Breitbart video, I believe, speaking out of the state of Texas. Play it for me.
5: Hey, folks, AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News. I want to talk to you real quick about some more great news at the state level for the Second Amendment. We need this state-level news. We really do because at the federal level, we just see a Democrat push, a relentless push, for more gun control and more gun control and more gun control. But the states are approaching it in quite a different fashion. If you look in Missouri, the House has passed legislation— that will allow concealed carry permit holders to carry guns on public transit for self-defense. That means if if this legislation passes the Senate and is signed into law by the governor, you'll be able as a concealed carry permit holder to carry a gun on those public buses and trains to protect your life and the lives of your loved ones. In Kansas, Republicans are fighting to lower the concealed carry permit age from 21 to 18. That means the 18 to 20 year olds who have kind of been Blocked out of that, they'll be included now so that they can defend their lives and the lives of their family members. Now, the Democrats are up in arms. Oh, if you lure the age to 18, it's, oh, it's going to be crazy and shootouts and all that. But what they don't pay attention to is this. It's already legal in Kansas for 18 to 20-year-olds to carry a gun openly. All the Republicans are talking about is, look, let's license them so they can carry a concealed and that licensing process will include training and a background check for 18- to 20-year-olds. Folks, this is good news, all right? It's good news that we are broadening the number of good guys who can have guns in case evil strikes. And don't forget, constitutional carry is still rolling. We covered, we covered a few videos ago how it rolled through Utah, how it rolled through Montana. It's rolling right now in Tennessee. And local news outlets there say they don't see any way it can be stopped. And that means in Tennessee, the day may come soon when you can carry a gun for self-defense without having to first ask the government for a permit. See, folks, we're rolling at the state level, and this is good news for the Second Amendment.
4: All right, see, that's the thing. You have to extract the good news. Now, all that you're going to see covered is the bad news because... The mainstream media is only going to cover the things that are being done at the federal level by the Democratic Party. And the Democrats own the federal level. They own the House. They own the Senate. They own the presidency. So we got and that's what, by narrow margins and they're going to lose it here. And, you know, by 20, 2022, we're going to win all those. Well, we're going to win the House and the Senate back. And I think it's going to be landslide. I think it's going to be massive majorities in each one. I really do, because they are pushing the envelope way too far. They're way overstepping their bounds but just so you know too you got to pull these up there's almost too many of these stories for me to even get to numerous states right now are outlawing basically outlawing abortion <laughs> it's great you got you can i'll try to have them all together for you on saturday but there are so many states that are outlawing abortion another thing south dakota and mississippi just outlawed males being able to compete against females in athletics They don't care Christy Nohm does not care what people think She is a great leader That is the governor of the state of South, of South Dakota And she just said Transgender females cannot compete against biological females In other words Men cannot compete against women in women's sports That's the truth of it And Mississippi just did the same thing. I can see DeSantis coming up and doing the same thing. And although uh, Greg Abbott is a spineless little worm, he'll feel political pressure to do it too. So watch for Texas to do it. All right, here's Gavin Newsom talking. Listen to what he has to say. Pretty pathetic. You know, when this pandemic ends, and it will end soon, we're not going to go back to normal. Because I think we all agree, normal was never good enough. You know, normal accepts inequity. See, you all thought, people all thought, not those necessarily watching this, but people thought it was all about a virus, right? But Gavin Newsom says, even when the virus is over, and he says it'll be over soon, just like they always say, virus will be over soon, but even when it is, we're not going to go back to our old normal. I thought it was all about going back. I thought we were going to try to get ourselves back to where we were before. No, it's all about getting as many of their socialist agenda items, globalist, and local items pushed through under under the cover of COVID, just like the $1.9 trillion deal that was just passed that has absolutely nothing to do with COVID. And I'm going to say what I've been saying since March of 2020. It started with the fall, with the bent knee of the Church of Jesus Christ. And that's what's given these people These people you give absolute power to And absolute power corrupts absolutely So they are using COVID To usher in all the way to the globalist level With Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset The World Economic Forum The International Monetary Fund The CCP, the Chinese Communist Party All in cahoots together That's what this is all about Is It's really all about global warming You don't know that a lot of people don't know that because they choose to be willfully uninformed. They just put their masks on and quarantine. They just put their masks on and lock down. What it was all about is to see who would lock down, who would cooperate. And sadly, most everybody locked down, put masks on, close their, ch- that's the saddest thing. And for those of you that watch this podcast all the time, I know this is redundant, but it is the saddest thing. Thing That the church thought it was some sort of biblical virtue to close their doors like the local strip club, to close their doors like the local uh, flooring shop or McDonald's. And this is where it all, but you get, you end up giving uh, corrupt perverts like Gavin Newsom, who doesn't obey his own rules. His own kids have been in school the whole time. He's out eating at the French Laundry. He doesn't. If it was such a dire, th- I mean, look at look at what a galactical pariah you have to be to put a podium in an empty, giant, empty stadium, and conduct some sort of speech in it, and then say that we're never going to go back to normal because normal wasn't good enough. So it was never about a disease. Right? If normal wasn't good enough, so then they're using COVID for something else. Is that or is that not correct, Airplaner? Yeah, go back to normal because i think we all agree normal was never good enough and you know, normal accepts
6: inequity you
4: know normal accepts in other words critical race theory so COVID is used to usher in critical race theory all white people are horrible and are horrible and here's the thing i'm there i don't know if i had any fetters before i don't care when anybody calls me all this critical race theory stuff social justice inequities in other words, it's an unfair society where never everybody doesn't have the same shot at success. That is bull. I'm breaking out both of my Christian cuss words right now. That is bull freaking crap. If you want to succeed, you can succeed. It's up to you whether or not you do. It's up to you. In some ways, black people have it easier than white they can actually get into programs white people can't get into because of affirmative action. So don't hand me your light of crap and go ahead and call me all sorts of, call me a racist, a xenophone, because here's the thing. I'm immune. I'm not a spineless worm like Greg Abbott, who just falsely accused Gab of being anti-Semitic. Absolute, okay, then, hey, I want to say this, the spineless worm Greg Abbott. I have the video. I might get to it. I might not. Spineless worm Greg, Greg Abbott. I try so hard to like that guy. You know, he steps out and says, we're going to fight against tech tyranny and do all this thing. I start to like him, but he was, listen, he was a complete COVID tyrant. He closed down, locked down his state. He opened up earlier than most, but he still locked down his state, still required masks, still required businesses and churches to lock down. So please don't give too many kudos to this man, too much credit to him. Don't do it. Because here's the thing. Somebody must've put some sort of anti-Semitic smear on Gap. So let's take it back to Greg Abbott for a minute. If Gab is anti-Semitic, then the state of Texas must be anti-Semitic, right, Greg? Because somebody says in the state of Texas, somebody has made an anti-Semitic smear at some point during the existence of the state of Texas, correct? So that means the state of Texas is anti-Semitic. I mean, how galactically stupid can you be if one person says on a giant platform, there are millions of people on Gab now, I think it's up to 4 million, something like that. Millions of one person makes one stupid statement, which, by the way, it's free speech. For you to be a racist, yes, you're stupid, but free speech gives you the right to say it. Why is that? Oh, wow. 30 million visits per month on GAP. I think it's 4 million members or something like that. So... Free speech does not, we're not Great Britain. We have a First Amendment. Do you know that Great Britain actually has a government entity that goes through and combs through everybody's speech, which is why Piers Morgan basically had to step down and was fired from his job because they got like, you know, thousands of complaints about what he said about Megan, what's it, Markle, Marble, whatever it is, Markle, is that right? Megan Markle, whatever. Markle. Markle, I don't remember. I don't watch any of that garbage. But anyway, so he's gone. We don't have that here. You have the right to be a racist if that's what you want to be. You'll go to hell for it. I mean, all the, uh, you're stupid. Great. Okay, that's your choice. You have the right to do it. There's plenty of black people that are racist right now. There's plenty of white people that are racist. There's Asians that are racist and Latinos that are racist. In America, you have the right to be a racist. All right, now if a platform doesn't want that on their platform, then they can't be a platform. And I'm not, listen, I'm not endorsing in any way, shape, or form hatred. I think it's all garbage. You know, go to hell for it. It couldn't be any more clear. But you're allowed. So this one person puts one stupid thing on Gab, and then Greg Abbott labels Gab according to the stupid statement that one out of 30 million visitors put on there? I mean, I mean, he couldn't bend over any faster. I just wonder if somebody got to him from the other tech giants that said to him, you know, what, you better get out in front of this, or you know, there's going to be heck to pay on on you for some sort of campaign contribution or whatever. Who knows? But he couldn't. I mean, how do you call somebody anti-Semitic who owns a company that gets 30 million visits and one person says one thing? It makes absolutely no sense. You are so bound to political correctness and getting out in front and pleasing those that hate you. Your apologies will never matter. They will never matter. Okay, slide it to this way because I can't read it. Either way. All right, you keep moving it. I'm going to get sick to my stomach. All right, the Texas governor, uh, Texas GOP, I'm reading this. My people just sent this to me. Texas GOP announces they have, oh, there you go. Okay, what are you what are you doing? Because you're gonna need to get, you're gonna have to come up with a plan because there you go. All right, the Texas GOP announces that they have no plan to leave social media. So the GOP is on in Texas is on Gab and they have no plans of leaving Gab and will always fight censorship. This is in response to Texas Governor Abbott calling Gab anti-Semitic and saying it has no place in Texas. All right, just come bring it back to me. So absolute garbage and see this is actually delineating this is actually a good thing because the real republicans and the real conservatives said "Uh uh-uh uh-uh we're not we are not gonna bend the knee to the social justice politically correct critical race theory mob we are not doing it and this is the line. you have to be able to take name calling Instead of being a spineless little beta male like a Ben Sass, a Greg Abbott, a Mitt Romney, Pat Toomey, all the rest of this, Marco Rubio, with all this uh, absolutely spineless little rhinos that can't take. Uh, I, don't want, I don't want to make the media mad at me. What, the media that hates you? Who cares if they're mad at you? Who cares? All right. Lauren Bobart tweet. It's actually Bo Burt tweet. China, get this now. China is urging the World Health Organization to let it run the global vaccine passport system. This is just another reason why I'm glad I proposed a bill to end our participation in the World Health Organization. can't pass right now, but it'll pass later. If Biden allows that to happen, we may as well change our name to the United States of China. She's right now. Global vaccine system great job once again hey quarantine christian supermom how do you like hey put that back up so i can keep reading over there on the old one there yeah no no back on the other screen there you go that because i want to read the exact verbiage on it global vaccine passport system nice job so when you were quarantined and making your cookies and this is quarantine day four were you ready for the global vaccine passport system How's that sit? Oh, it's all about you and your kids not getting the Kung flu. Is that what, what your kids who have basically their, their post-infection survival rate for COVID-19? Your kids, 99.997. That's what you locked up for. That's what you closed. That's what you stopped going to church for over, over Romans 13, right? Congratulations, because China wants to, and it's urging the World Health Organization to let them lead the way in the global vaccine passport system. Hey, hey, quarantine super Christian mom and dad with your minivan, your fruit roll ups, and your juice boxes on your way to baseball, soccer, and cheerleading practice. You know, with, you, with your masks on, you know, you're virtually, you, I'm sure you got vaccines too. Do you ever read the Bible? You ever read, do you ever read Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18? And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor? to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that none may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name? Did you ever read that part of the Bible? Global vaccine passport system? Does that ring true? Is there a siren song you're hearing? Or are you so far gone? Do you worship the lawn dwarf? Anthony Fauci, so much that Scripture has no impact on your spirit. You gloved up when you're going through a drive-thru. I read all this locally. Some idiot that I know bragging about how he gloves up when he goes through drive throughs Over what? Over what, you clown show? You're 40-something years old. Your survival rate post-infection for COVID is 99.98. You moronic fool glove. Oh, look at me. Look how virtuous I am. You're a mindless wonder. It takes nothing. You'll be the first to take the mark of the beast. The first to take it. it. takes nothing to convince you. They didn't even have to break out a deadly virus. This isn't deadly. Oh, yes, it is, Tom. 500,000 people have died. Really? Why aren't the nursing homes, I mean, why aren't the funeral homes overwhelmed with 500 extra thousand deaths in 2020? Why are, why are we not seeing news reports of overwhelmed funeral homes? You know why? Because statistically speaking, we had the exact same amount of deaths in 2019 as we had in 2020. Whoops! Whoops! And the National File report came out and said that we are over, and this was a peer-reviewed study, overestimating COVID deaths by 1,600%. In other words, all they're doing is reattributing deaths from one, one column to the next. Well, you know, that person had a sniffle. Yeah, but they had they were stage 4 lung cancer with 2 weeks to live. They had a sniffle. COVID death. That's what's been going on from day 1. National File, absolutely true. Raheem Kassam tweet. Top Biden advisors speaking to China who wants to run the global vaccine passport program. So top stop top Biden advisors to meet with Chinese Communist Party before president holds press conference. Oh, I wonder why that is. Well, I got the article. Let's look at it. Top Biden advisors to meet with Chinese Communist Party before president. Now, the president, uh, uh, the uh, Joe Biden, I should say. I'm not, I, I refused to call him the president unless I slip. He's refused to hold any sort of press conference for the first 50 days in office. He don't the, tonight does not count. That's just a pre-rehearsed uh, speech that he did tonight for however many minutes I didn't watch any of it I was getting ready for this so I couldn't watch it I'm sure I'll catch the highlights of it and if there's anything good I'll put it on Saturday but anyway so he's meeting with Chinese communists he's meeting with the Chinese Communist Party reps before he holds a press conference who's running this country who exactly is running this country again this is from Rahim Kasim uh, Kasam at the National Pulse he writes, President Biden's Secretary of State and National Security Advisor will meet with their Chinese Communist Party counterparts in person in Alaska, according to reports. What, what weird crap is going on here? You have Biden's Secretary of State and National Security Advisor meeting with their counterparts from China in Alaska before Biden does a press conference? Why is that? Who's running this country? Who who exactly is running this country? I'd like to know. Is it the CCP? Or is the CCP and the Democratic Party the same thing? Uh, Who exactly is running this country? Xi Jinping, is he running the country? I'm just curious. Washington and Beijing are hammering out the details of the first high-level meeting between the rival powers since... Joe Biden took office According to four people familiar with the talks The negotiations could lead to Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State And Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor Meeting their Chinese counterparts The Financial Times report Why? When? when why before he uh, Trump, Trump held his four, first press conference 15 days after he's elected Barack Obama did 8 days after he's elected we're 50 days, today's 50 days And Joe Biden has yet to do a press conference And yet, before he does one I better meet with my Chinese handlers Janice Dean tweet, throwback tweet. She writes, "This is worth highlighting in its own separate post." Watch at a r back whatever this. Fawn over New York Governor Andrew Cuomo in and her GMA to make to two part interview in the summer and never bring up nursing homes. Corrupt, na- absolutely nasty, horrible media. Play it for me.
1: In one word, can you describe the past one hundred days?
4: hell can i say that
1: <laughs> yeah you can i think that's there what yeah, still you keeps can. you up at night you've been commended for your clear and your calm leadership people from all over the country and the world have tuned into your press conferences your statewide approval rating a career high 84 percent you came in second only to president obama as the most trusted democratic leader in america how do you intend on spending that political capital that you've earned. If you had to give President Trump a grade on how he's handled this pandemic, what would you give him? What grade would you give yourself? You've said that you have no political aspirations beyond the job you're in right now. Right. A lot of people are asking why. Why not think about something grander, bigger, presidential? Would you accept a cabinet position no. in the Biden administration? No. That was a quick no. Nope. <laughs> why not? I know that you've been portrayed as some sort of a homecoming king of this crisis and a headline from jezebel help i think i'm in love with andrew cuomo the new york post dubbed you the new love gov chelsea handler wrote you a love letter essay in vogue entitled dear andrew cuomo i want to be your first lady your reaction to all that your daughter's reaction to all of that when are you gonna hug your mom again it's a very powerful (laughs) interview and he is no holds barred he says exactly what he's thinking as you know that's his style
4: well you can see that and you ask the tough questions i tell you that oh, well. <laughs> oh yeah they asked the tough questions all right uh, you, you, uh, you i want to let's just add up how many of those interviews uh, were conducted just like that for donald trump how many interviews can we find with donald trump in the media that look anything like that whatsoever it's absolutely disgusting I commend Janistine who lost both of her in-laws, both of her her uh, her husband's parents. Her in-laws were both lost in Andrew Cuomo's nursing homes. All right, John Solomon tweet. Here we go. We're gonna de- we're gonna deep dive into this for a couple minutes. Michigan mystery Whitmer. That's wretched, witless Gretchen Whitmer, COVID policy chief who took payout. Admitted nursing. Home desks were under. Oh, what do we have here? What do we're underreported? Also advised by they. And this clown even advised the Biden administration during the Biden transition. Here's the article: Michigan mystery former COVID policy chief took Whitmer payout, advised Biden transition official was paid one hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars by Whitmer, by the Whitmer administration as part of a non-disclosure agreement. This is their Michigan health director. Why would he have to take a payment? He has to take, I hear, therefore, I take a vow of silence. I will say nothing. Why would you, you're just stepping down from your position. Why would you need to do that? Why would you need to take a vow of silence as if you're going into the ministry, into the, into the priesthood and some mountain Monastery somewhere Former Michigan Health Director Robert Gordon Who was also part of the Biden transition team Woohoo Isn't it funny You got wretched witless Hiding Her nursing home desk You know why Because she had the same policy as New York Hey you know what You have one job Who are the idiots We had Cuomo Whitmer Phil Murphy from New Jersey Tom Wolf from Pennsylvania And Gavin Newsom All put in infected covid patients into nursing homes you have one job even i who am totally against all lockdowns wanted two things travel from china shut down and the nursing homes secured and these people who are their praises are sung for their awesome covid uh policies and their their execution of their COVID mitigations. Oh, praise Gretchen Whitlers. Praise Andrew Cuomo and Tommy Wolf and Phil Murphy. They care so much. They were shipping COVID infected patients into nursing homes. The people, the only people, really 80 plus with comorbidities or obese. Those are the people who are vulnerable. And they ship the patients into, not only are they vulnerable, it's not like you're sending them into a home where everybody's spread out. They're on top of each other. There's two beds in every room. You ever been pastoring a church? I've been into many nursing homes in my life. Also as a cop, I was in many nursing homes in my life. They are jam-packed full of people. And Gretchen Whitless sends her infected COVID patients in there, just like Andrew Cuomo, just like Gavin Newsom, just like Tom Wolf, and Rachel slash Richard uh, Levine, who pulled the health director from the state of Pennsylvania when they were about to implement their COVID policies, mandating nursing homes take in infected COVID patients. She pulled. It, he pulled his own mom out first. That's how these people are. They hate. Human beings. That's why they want to slaughter them in the unborn. They want to slaughter them in the womb as many as they can every year. Sixty million worldwide. Two million allegedly have died of COVID, but they're going to kill sixty million inside the womb this year alone. Facts. That's so. Anyway, former Michigan health director Robert Gordon oversaw the implementation of Governor Gretchen Whitmer's controversial. You have one job, protect the elderly in nursing homes, not the elderly, even out in the public. They can make their own decisions. If they're in a nursing home, uh, we need to make the decisions for them. They need to be cared for. Controversial COVID-19 nursing home policy, one which, like that of New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, was beset by allegations that the state had undercounted the number of COVID nursing home deaths. Gordon raised eyebrows when he abruptly left the Whitmer administration in January for reasons that have yet to be disclosed. Isn't that funny? It's just like Joe Biden won't allow the media to tour his kids in cages facilities. I'm sorry, kids in storage containers facilities. I wonder, what are you hiding? i thought the most transparent. I thought the Democrats were transparent. It's yet to be disclosed? Why? It's March why did he leave we'd like to know And controversy erupted earlier this month when it was revealed that Gordon received a $155,000 payout nobody's ever given me a $155,000 payout when I left the sheriff's office I did my 25 years and I left the sheriff's office I didn't get a $155,000 payout how do I do that oh do I have to kill a bunch of people in nursing homes to do that At the behest of wretched witless? Is that what I need to do to get a hundred fifty-five thousand dollar payout? I don't think I'll do that. Upon his departure, with Whitmer herself confirming that Gordon has been bound to Whitmer, get this now. Whitmer herself confirming confirming that Gordon has been bound to silence. Where Where exactly do we live? I know that in order for Joe Biden to conduct a press conference he has to meet with the ccp first and then you've got the governor of, of of michigan who 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 binds her own health director to silence regarding the terms of a severance deal gordon said the number of covid related deaths that have been reported i do not stand behind that number as accurate and full accounting of covid relating nursing home deaths he doesn't stand behind it whatsoever But he's been bound to silence. Nobody even knows why you got the hundred fifty-five thousand. Nobody knows. That's your twenty twenty-one Democratic Party. Here's wretched, witless speaking. Play it for me.
1: I we do listen to her actually. I think she's doing a great job here in Michigan. We have been really aggressive in combating COVID, and so to liken um, moving. Restaurant capacity from 25 percent to 50 percent to what some states are doing, dropping mask mandates altogether. Um, it's just not a, a fair comparison. We're kind of at the 10 yard line, and we're taking another 10 yards uh, ahead. Where some are at the 50 and dropping the mask mandates. It makes absolutely no dangerous sense. Dangerous situation. Said you so because people. we've made progress, because our numbers are low and our vaccinations are high, we feel like we can do this responsibly. But there's no question we're going to keep tethered to the science and watching <laughs> the numbers to keep people safe.
4: Uh, the science, the science means here's the science. And I actually intended to put two graphs in there. I forgot to tell him, <laughs> Aaron to put them in there for me. I have two I am graphs that I meant to put in right there. But the graphs go exactly the same every time. It doesn't matter when you implement masks, it doesn't matter when you implement lockdowns, it doesn't matter. The graphs are identical in every state. They all go, oh, there, you are you are the man. put that up there. There you go, right there. There you go. So let's just use, we're going to use the UK and the USA as an example. Now look at the USA is obviously the orange line. You've got the UK and the black line. Now the UK has been far more draconian in their response. Who had the highest peak? Who had the highest peak? The most draconian society, but notice that it's ostensibly the exact same curve. The United States didn't do half of what Great Britain did. Didn't do half of it. Yes, most draconian states like wretched witless state, they did. But in many places they did. But look at it, it's identical. It doesn't matter when you mask mandate. It doesn't matter if you lock down. It doesn't matter if you ever wear a mask. It doesn't matter. The graph is the same every time. Go to the next one. Here's St. Louis metro area in the three different counties. All You got St. Louis County, Jefferson County. I can't read the bottom one because TLP is over. I don't know if you can read that, Aaron that's st charles you're awesome there you go st charles county so all of them had different responses and what they did was they tracked the most liberal response which was st louis notice it st louis on july 5th mask mandate enhanced mask mandate on august 24th indoor dining closure november 17th but notice the graph and wretched witless says she follows the science the science says that mass mandates mean nothing, lockdowns mean nothing. You know why? Because you can't stop a virus. It's too small. It's too small. Period. It's following what science? Prove it. The graphs say exactly the opposite of what you're preaching, wretched. Exactly the opposite of what you're advocating. Every graph says exactly. The same thing. All right, Raheem Kassam tweet. The left, men are women too. The left, Hollywood is great. Who cares about the violence? The left, abandoned morality. Also the left, we need a 6 p.m. curfew for men so no violence even occurs again. Let me let me just go, I'll bring it back to me for just a second here and keep that video ready to go because that's exactly where we're going go to go the video next. You might be wondering, this is kind of in the COVID section of the podcast tonight or a COVID section of the podcast. Why do I have this in here? The reason why I do this actually has nothing to do with COVID itself, but it actually does because once you give absolute power to these power perverts, and again, I reiterate this to you, a lot of you might be wondering who on earth would want to ever control people power perverts do the PPs, the power perverts, they want to control people. So when you license them and you start giving them power to say what's essential, what's not that you have to wear a mask, that you will close your business, that you will lose your livelihood at my behest, at my demand, at my mandate. You give these people power. This is what happens. Play it for me.
7: And in the week that the woman, Sarah Everard, uh, was abducted and we suppose killed because remains have been found in a woodland in Kent, I would argue that at the next opportunity for any bill that's appropriate, I might actually put in an amendment to create a curfew for men on the streets after six PM, which I feel would make women a lot safer. And discrimination of all kinds would be lessened.
4: Oh, so there you go. See now they've been they've been licensed there in Great Britain. They've been licensed now for months. For a year. Now let's not yeah, let's not hold back any what's the date today? March 11th, so we are 361 days into 15 days to flatten the curve so, once you license these people, they've been able to say curfew for you, no curfew for you you're essential, you're not essential we mandate the closure of your business we will send business to your business they've been given so much power that this woman actually believes that you can put a curfew out that after 6pm, no males are allowed on the street no males. She's been given that power. She believes it now that that is good for her. 100% believes that she has that power. You know why? Because she was actually given that power. And the saddest thing is, the citizenry backs it up. Most of the people in the United States, every time I go, we don't have a state mask mandate here in Florida. But most people are wearing masks on their walk-in. They drive into Home Depot alone. And strap on their masks 100 yards from Home Depot and walk in there with a mask. I don't wear a mask at all. Home Depot wants me to leave, I'll leave. They never say a word to me. Everybody just gives in. This is what happens when you give in. You get some absolutely totalitarian, fool socialist, has a microphone, says, You know what? I bet you this thing could pass. And you see, all the guilt people out there and they're not really even guilt people they're actually afraid they're afraid to stand up to a woman like that because then they'll be called xenophobic or a chauvinist you know just tell that woman to go pound sand i'm not going to obey, obey any stupid curfew that's how she needs to be spoken to but be, oh, i don't want to i don't want to be on the other side of that wrath wrath of what the daily whatever it is over there I can't remember what it is that it's daily something daily signal daily whatever over there in Great Britain calling you names the BBC calling you names. who cares? who cares? All right the Babylon b tweet there you go CDC recommends double caging children at border for extra safety just a little humor for tonight's show. CDC recommending double caging at the border. So what about the whole vaccine thing? let's look at let's look at vaccines for just a minute. How many of you believe that the FDA has approved your vaccines? Do you believe that? Play it for me.
8: Today I'm going to fact check both sides of politics because there's viral lies going on on both sides. The first one comes from President Biden's press secretary, Jen Psaki, who's telling a provable lie completely false and completely against the FDA's own words. Take a look.
0: This means that anywhere you go to get a vaccine, you should just take that vaccine. They've all been approved by the FDA, these three vaccines.
8: She said they've all been approved by the FDA. Only problem? They actually haven't. FDA.gov put out a fact sheet literally called fact sheet, of the emergency use authorization for all three of the vaccines, the Moderna, the Pfizer BioNTech, and the J&J or the Janssen. And specifically in all of them, it says there is no U.S. Food and Drug Administration FDA approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19. I'm going to repeat that again for Jen Pisaki. There is no U.S. FDA approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19.
0: They've all been approved by the FDA. These three vaccines. They've all been approved by the FDA. These three vaccines.
8: If you scroll down, it says for this one, it was the Moderna. It says the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine has not undergone the same type of review as an FDA approved or cleared product. They issued an emergency authorization. It's not approved. She's totally wrong. And what's even more crazy and frightening is that it was shared by the White House's official Twitter posted on the White House website. And I looked, I didn't see a single fact checker fact checking it. That's because they're not really fact checkers. They're partisan hacks who protect certain people, bend over backwards to lie on behalf of certain politicians, and work to cover up information that they don't want people to know or hear. I believe in the facts. I think a lot of people lie and get their facts wrong on social media, but most likely this is the only fact check you'll see for that because I don't think they care when somebody lies in favor of that product or the type of politician she serves. The right, second fact check has been going.
4: All right, Dr. Simone Gold tweet talking, she's going to stay on this. So just so everybody knows, the FDA has not approved one, one COVID vaccine, not one. They just do it through emergency powers. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. According to the FDA's adverse reporting system, three dozen cases, three dozen cases of spontaneous miscarriages or stillbirths occurred after taking the COVID-19 vaccination. This raises ethical concerns about offering pregnant women an experimental biological agent. There you go. There's another one for you. Go right to Rodney Howard Brown. Health minister in critical condition, just one day after receiving COVID vac- vaccine from the Daily Expose. Next one, breaking 9/11. Six European countries have suspended the use of Astrazeneca vaccine after reports of serious blood clots. Oh, and, and all these people. Oh, don't worry because President Carter, and then President George W. Bush, and President Clinton, all the ex-presidents saying, "Go out and take your vaccine." Even Trump at CPAC, go out and get your vaccine. Oh, you know, yeah, get your blood clots and be like the health minister in critical condition. How about some stillbirths? How's that working for you? No, thank you. This is is just the tip of the iceberg. There's many more stories just like it. You are not pumping that thing into my veins. I don't care if the Chinese head up the green passport system or not. The New York City just came out with their own green passport. Great job, once again, Christians who don't read your Bible, who think you're virtuous, kowtowing to the COVID tyrants. Nice job. Now, in today's Democratic Party, we see some very interesting characteristics arising. And make sure that you understand this is the Democratic Party. This is Joe Biden's presidency. This is their characteristics, this is their traits. Play it for me! Back to me. That's who these people are. That's the Democratic Party. Don't, don't delineate. Black Lives no, Black Lives Matter is the Democratic Party. Supported by the Democratic Party. Kamala Harris, Minnesota Freedom Fund, wanted Black Lives Matter and Tifa people bailed out so they could go commit some more arsons and vandalisms and assaults and batteries, maybe even murders. That's who these people are. Got these innocent people walking across the street. Too bad they're all wearing masks. Once again, you capitulate. To the culture the culture will preach to you the you you've given in you said that i'm going to give in to the culture well the culture will be happy to oblige and give you your new theology you're like these things are unrelated they're not unrelated black lives matter is formed on a lie they're formed on the lie that police officers routinely gun down unarmed black men. That never happened statistically. It happened nine times in 2019. Nine times. Nine, not 900. 19 for whites, nine for blacks. And that's what those liars who are yelling at those cheerleaders. That's where they that's where that's how they formed their philosophy is in lies just like Joe Biden ran for president based on lies coming from Charlottesville that President Trump never said he can watch the video he never said what he accused him of saying lies that's what the whole Democratic Party is but listen if you're people that are okay with, pulling babies out of mother's wombs, piece by bloody piece, inserting an instrument into their skull and sucking out their brains 60 million times per year in the world. You are demonic and a liar. The devil is a liar. He's the father of all lies and his native language is lying. That's all the Democratic Party is. Liars based in lies. Hey, look at our COVID relief package. COVID relief package. $1.9 trillion. The biggest spending bill in history. $1.9 trillion. How much of it? It's a COVID. It's the American Rescue Bill. How many of it goes to COVID? Lies. 171 billion. Nine percent. That's it. Ninety one percent goes to Democratic Party projects. All right, Brian Enton tweet. the George, this, this Again, the same traits everywhere you go with the Democratic Party. The George Floyd Memorial is an autonomous zone. Oh, what, lo and behold, Minneapolis-St. Paul has an autonomous zone, just like Seattle had, with several blocks controlled by activists. Police don't even go in. That's gutsy. Good job, police. We tried. Good job, mayor. Good job, governor. Way to go. Just sterling Just absolutely steel-spined leadership. We tried to respectfully get video, but left after two people confronted us near the barricades. Later learned many protesters don't even feel comfortable there. Play it for me.
9: This area behind me uh, is the George Floyd Memorial. This is where George Floyd was killed back in May. Take a look. uh... These barricades have been set up by uh, by protesters and supporters of the movement. Uh, they don't allow anyone in, not even the police. It's called an autonomous zone. Uh, and- you're going to be in yeah. a if bad situation in a, a second. Oh, I thought if we were on this side of the barricade... You're going to be in
8: a bad call. situation in a second. Uh-huh. You because you've been situation? calling out for what
9: you are. You need to
10: get out of here. Please go. Even even know, we we know day. what you are. You need to get in your car and go. We're
2: just media. I don't
4: out who you are. You need to get to Aaron Beck, maybe just say very- freeze it. So you got a fat chick and a skinny jean-wearing kid that looks like he's 140 pounds, soaking wet with rocks in his pockets. Comes up to you and tells you that you're going to be in a world of trouble. And a grown man, you just turn around and walk away. Well, why would that happen? Do you, I mean, let's let's analytically just for 10 seconds here. Let's break that down. Why why is this? see that's what's wrong with our country. You got some double wide come up along with the skinny jeans boyfriend with her and say that you're gonna be in a world of hurt, and the grown man turns around and walks away. I can guarantee you I'm not walking away. And that's what's happened to our culture. That's what every politician like Greg Abbott, whether it's symbolically or literally, they kowtow to people like this. I don't even like to use the word bullying because it's so politicized and so full of crap half the time. But that's what happens in our culture. Everybody's afraid. What's the consequence going to be if I actually stand up and don't back off? You have the George Floyd autonomous zone, which you're standing outside of and somebody comes up to you and says, basically, you're going to be in a world of hurt if you don't leave. Wow. And why are you not packing heat to begin with? Good luck. That's what's going wrong with our, with our culture, in our whole country. Just like the, everybody's afraid to stand up for anything. Play it for me. Bye bye, he says.
9: It's very tense near the memorial, and a militant-style group has closed off several blocks with barricades. What's the situation at the memorial?
3: The situation at the memorial is, um, from what I understand, is kind of volatile. Um, Barely here because she got a mask on. um, Doesn't feel a sense of inclusion. Um, There is more of a like militant type atmosphere over there, and a sense of fear.
9: Kim Griffin supports police reform and was outside the courthouse protesting Floyd's death, but she does not agree with what's happening at the memorial. Her nephew, 28-year-old Mez Wright. Was shot and killed there over the weekend. the oh. police able to get in and, and help him, or was like not the jazz allowed child. to get into that area. He was carried
3: out of outside the zone of George Floyd Square. But not
9: allowed by who? I mean, they're the police.
3: The, uh, the law enforcement. It was made clear law enforcement was not welcome to penetrate that zone, which is an atrocity because his life was taken, and I mean. Who knows whether or not he would have survived had things been different.
4: All right, so here we go again with your 2021 Democratic Party. You got another Chaz Chop Zone like they had in Seattle. And now you've got the George Floyd Autonomous Zone in Minneapolis, where the only people getting killed in there is an African-American male. And the police are not allowed to come in. The ambulances are not allowed to come in and rescue him. Great job. I mean, these, again, great job. This is Joe Biden's America. I mean it's 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 absolutely fantastic. Where is the governor? Where's the police chief? Why have they not requested the national we have the National Guard seven thousand troops in DC, where there's absolutely no verifiable threat whatsoever. FBI can't verify a threat, Pelosi can't, Schubert can't, Republican can't, Democrats can't, there's no verifiable threat. But there you have you have blocks of a CGO, see how many blocks there were. This is the guy who's driving another road. Blocks of a major metropolitan area taken over, again, by Democrats. And what's done? Absolutely. We got 7,000 troops. had 30,000 for Inauguration Day in D.C. 20-foot razor wire fences. And nobody can go in there and take that over? Amazing. Truly amazing. Absolute Joe Biden's America. All right, Ma- Maggie Vanderberg tweet. The taxpayer-funded Democrat-enforced theatrical occupation of DC has been extended like I was just talking about to May 3rd, May 23rd. So, the green zone, which looks like downtown Baghdad in DC, has now been extended till May 23rd. So, all the rest of March, all the rest of April, and basically all of May for what? For what? I mean, again, you can add, you can you can put for what with a question mark in front of a lot of things. You're wearing a mask. For what? COVID COVID 19 particle, COVID 19 molecule, 0.06 to 0.14 microns. The best mask on the planet, N95, starts at 0.3, being able to block 0.3 microns worth of material so it can't block COVID. So, what are you wearing a mask for? For what? I showed you the graphs earlier. You locked down for what? We have have 7,000 troops with up armored Humvees and machine guns all over DC. For what? Basically, you can say about Minneapolis, you have the police department and a National Guard ready to go for what? You're just going to let people take over your country. None of it makes any sense, but that's exactly how the Democrats legislate. That's exactly how they are. All right, breaking 9-11 tweet. Here you go. Was hoping to get to this. Texas Governor Greg Abbott calls social media platform Gab anti-Semitic and says it has no place in Texas. Play the video for me
8: anti-Semitic platforms like Gab have no place in Texas and certainly do not represent Texas values. What does represent Texas values is legislation like this by Representative King and Representative Coleman that fights
2: anti-Semitism
8: in Texas.
4: What a spineless little worm clown Greg Abbott is. Hey, Greg, we need you to lock down. Okay, I'll do it. Whatever I got to do to please you, Democratic Party. And you have the one. So listen, listen, Gab right now and Rumble are our shots. They're the most organized. Listen, Gab can be the combo between Twitter and Facebook. It is. Listen, the, the what's what's Torba's first name? Andrew, Andrew Torba. I was, was going to guess that, but I did not want to take a chance. Andrew Torba, owner of GAP, is a born-again, solid Christian. He is not anti-Semitic. Somebody may have put some anti-Semitic stuff on there. The most material that was put out, the most communication material via, via Messenger, on Facebook, Facebook itself, and Twitter, the most material that was used to incite the insurrection on January 6th came from Twitter and Facebook. And they shut down Parler. That's the Democratic Party. They do what they're accusing you of doing. That's how they are. And Greg Abbott, for all intents and purposes, is a Democrat. That's how a Democrat thinks. One person put something stupid on a 4 million person uh, site that has 30 million visitors on it and one one anti-Semitic statement, you label them anti-Semitic and you say they're not welcome in the state of Texas and your own party has a page on Gab and is refusing to leave, you are a spineless little acquiescing worm who's absolutely scared to death of what the New York Times or Chris Cuomo will say about you, what Fredo will say about you on CNN. Why are you scared? because that's who they are. It's just like all the Christians who close to close their churches, all you capitulating pastors. You're scared. Scared of what? They're going to call you a radical or a zealot. They hung Jesus on a cross because he was a radical and a zealot. And you're afraid to take a stand? Spineless little worm. Speaking of social media, sorry for the graphicness here, but this is allowed on YouTube. Put it up there for me Aaron. I know you're afraid. I'm afraid too. I don't really want to put it up this is allowed on YouTube and I get banned. What the F YouTube is wrong, is wrong platform. This was put out by Elijah Schaefer. And this is a tweet of his. I didn't have room to put it. Look at look, the guy with a dildo in his hand. I hate to use the verbiage. I just have to. I'm sorry. I know I'm a pastor for church, but I do know what dildos are. I don't like to admit it, but it's just true. What the F YouTube is a wrong platform. And team At team YouTube Now what's, what's the deal Look at that Real D versus Dildo challenge This is allowed This is currently On Bring it back to me So we can get it off screen This is currently On YouTube And I was just banned How long was I banned Aaron? Six days? I just got off A six day ban Off of YouTube For what? Again I told you That is the two words With a question mark For the culture That we are in for what I got banned for what in comparison to a contest where a guy I'm I'm sorry for the graphic nature of this where a guy shoves his own real penis up another guy's rear end and then they shove a dildo up a guy's rear end and they're having a comparative challenge that's allowed on YouTube and Donald Trump is banned Donald Trump's CPAC speech is banned that is the culture that we are currently living in and listen don't you dare jump on the the cowardice bandwagon of calling gab anti-semitic and trying to shut them down don't do it they're all we have parlor I don't know what's going on with parlor we have rumble and we have gab and they have got to become huge All right, daily caller tweet here's facebook though Unprecedented antitrust lawsuit attempts to rewrite history. Facebook says unprecedented antitrust lawsuit attempts to rewrite history. They're being sued by, I believe, 41, bring it back to me, 41 different states because they don't allow competition. They basically crush all competition. Listen, Facebook is now they need to make a decision. Facebook is a utility that can get along if they want to, but they're going to need to stop being a publisher they're even being sued by letitia james ag of new york they're being sued listen 41 states that's not all republicans they're getting sued big time as a monopoly by democrats and republicans facts that's what's really happening and I hope they get, I hope they absolutely get torn apart. I hope Twitter does too. And I hope YouTube does too. You're like, Tom, you're on these platforms. If they were free and they left me alone, like I look at my numbers tonight, I've got like 60 watching on YouTube. I don't know when we got on Periscope, anybody? They're not letting me see what I got on Periscope, about 160 on Facebook. Listen, we, we have gotten up to close to 1,000 viewers. And every time I do, they ban me. They take my videos down. They, we were up we were, we were up at 800 one night, and they just closed us down. Shut us off. Shut us off completely. Live. Shut us down. And I'm like, why? I'm not reaching 100,000 people. I'm not going to have 100,000 people watching live. You know that Bailey Sarian? You ever know that? That's that girl who does her makeup and tells murder stories? I watch her all the time. She has 4.7 million views. I'm nowhere near that. And they're banning me. They banned me when I used to do Facebook lives with my phone in my truck. And I'd have 21 people watching. They banned me then for a week. For what? For what? And that stuff's allowed on. And that's that's why, Mark Zuckerberg, you're getting sued. All right, Charlie Kirk video. Now that we're going to go into the border wall section of our show tonight. We have this so everybody knows, if you're watching this, you're part of the elite, you're probably well informed, but I'm just saying, we have an absolute border crisis. We have closed schools and open borders. Closed businesses and open borders. People being forced to mask, locked down, but open borders. We have people being basically forced to vaccinate, but nobody even being tested at the border for the alleged plague of all plagues. What's important about a border? I couldn't say it any better than Charlie Kirk. Play it for me.
6: I'm a conservative. Um, One thing I have a hard time rationalizing to my liberal friends. We lost volume. We're just on. uh, I just lost it. Conservatives on TV and politicians have a hard time articulating is intelligent reasons why the wall must be built. I am curious your thoughts on that. Three quick things. Number one, I'm going to say some facts. I'm going to talk about fairness. Then I'm going to talk about sovereignty. Some facts. An illegal alien in the state of Arizona is twice as likely to commit a crime versus a natural-born citizen, fact. 90% of all heroin and fentanyl come across the southern border, fact. Over 10,000 kids are illegally sex trafficked across the southern border every single year, fact. We have 56,000 illegal immigrants in our federal prison system, fact. And countless in our state penitentiary system. $135 $135 billion a year, that's how much is the financial burden on U.S. taxpayers every single year that illegal immigrants drain from our system, fact. You put all that together, that's a pretty compelling argument that we have some problems with our southern border. That's, those are some facts. Number two is fairness. As Candace said, it is not fair to the people in Bolivia, it's not fair to the people in Bangladesh, and it is not p- fair to the people in Belarus that had to wait in line, fill out an application form, not commit a crime and then wait a decade to come into this country to maybe have a chance to become an American. It is not fair to them. Hey, bring it back to me. All
4: right, go right to the next thing, Aaron. Breaking 9-11 tweet. DHS, so bad, DHS DHS Secretary Mayorkas has requested volunteers, volunteers to help with the Southern border amid amid an overwhelming migrant surge. You know, that's that's always very confidence. I mean, it builds you a whole lot of confidence in your government. That when they're having a crisis and they're not sending government agents or government employees or, or hiring more border patrol, they're asking for volunteers. Breitbart News tweet, Ted Cruz says, nope to the southern border, th- I won't read, De- Dems don't give a D that their policies are, scroll, can you scroll that up? Oh, there we go. In the hands of human traffickers, play it for me.
11: You and I both remember all four years of the Trump administration, the news media, daily intoned, kids in cages. Number one, those cages, which I have visited many times, many of them are in my state of Texas, they were built by Barack Obama. They were built by Barack Obama because there was a massive surge in unaccompanied kids coming in because of Obama's amnesty. This all started with DACA. When he granted amnesty to people who come as kids, The natural cause and effect is we saw the number of kids skyrocket. It went from 6,000 to over 90,000. That's what Obama did. And and when you go to these these facilities where the kids are in cages built by Obama that I visited during the Obama administration that the press refused to cover, what you see are little boys and little girls that have been handed over to human traffickers. And these human traffickers, they're not well-meaning social workers. They're not wearing Birkenstocks and having, like, hugging the kids. They are vicious transnational criminals. These children are being physically assaulted. They're being sexually assaulted. And we're seeing the same thing happen under Joe Biden. The numbers of kids coming are rising again because of the same reason. When you promise them amnesty, they will come. And so they're having to reopen and expand the detention facilities for kids. And suddenly the kids in cages now apparently they're humane treatment centers. And and it reveals, number one, the utter hypocrisy of the media, but number two, the heartlessness of the democratic policies. Let me tell you, having, having visited these facilities, having seen these kids, you are not being compassionate and you're not being humane if you're adopting policies that is resulting in little boys and little girls in the care and custody of human traffickers who are vicious, abusive, and harmful, you are hurting those children, and the Democrats putting these policies in place,
4: they don't give a damn. There you go, that's the truth. Now let's look at that, what he, what he said there. Under Obama, normally it's a lot less, it's swelled than 90,000 uh, encounters. Right now, with kids, 90,000 kids ended up going through when Obama per year under Obama. You know what it's slated this year? According to statistical data coming from the Border Patrol, 117,000 kids will pass through the system, illegally crossing the border under the care of coyotes and sex traffickers, 117,000. Put up that tweet for me, Aaron, from the Bongino Report. Biden's border crisis leaves record 7,000 unaccompanied illegal minors in shelters. We have, bring it back to me, we already have a world record right now. Everybody talked about Trump. Trump, kids in cages, separating families, all the different things. Right now, Biden has broken the record. Congratulations, Joe Biden. And congratulations, all the COVID capitulators that enabled Joe Biden, all of you lovers of humanity, who love all, you know, your neighbor and your, your community partner and you're a good neighbor. Let me get my mask on. Let me close it down. You enabled Joe Biden to be elected. The only reason why Joe Biden is elected is because of seven cities and six states that were allowed to fabricate votes because of absentee mail-in voting created by COVID-19 mitigations that were capitulated to and acquiesced and collaborated with by the Christian community first and then conservatives. You should have stood your ground and kept your churches and your businesses if everybody stayed open by the hundreds of thousands and told them all, including Donald Trump, take your mitigations and shove them up your rear end. If that was done, these this, this hell on earth at the southern border would not be happening because Joe Biden would not be president. Absolute facts. It's fact. Congratulations, 7,000. He's already got a record. On day 50, he set an all-time record. Just like Barack Obama accumulated more debt than all other presidents combined, Joey Biden in 50 days broke the record at the border, and he's slated to destroy it with 117,000 kids in detention this year. Congratulations, everybody who capitulated to COVID-19 and allowed that dundering moron to be in the White House right now with the demon right behind him named Kamala Harris, the biggest baby butchering group of morons that has ever, ever entered into D.C.'s White House, and that is the fact, that is the way that it is. It never should have happened. Steve Cortez tweet, the American first insistence, on strong borders and controlled immigration represents solid policy plus winning politics. Play the video for me.
10: The Biden border crisis accelerates. We don't have final February data yet, but it looks like the numbers will reveal the highest number of unaccompanied child entries ever into the United States, as well as a level of adult arrests that's about three times that of a year ago, February 2020. Let's talk about the people in law enforcement who are on the front lines of this emerging crisis. Cochise County, Arizona, Yuma County, Arizona. Cochise is in the southeast corner of the state. The sheriff of that county just said regarding Biden halting the building of the border wall there that it has created, quote, roads for the cartels. He also said the Biden administration, quote, owns this crisis. That county, Cochise, went for Donald Trump on November 3rd by 20%. People on the front lines know the value of America First border sovereignty. Let's go to the other corner, southwest corner of Arizona, Yuma County. This is significant. Yuma County is 60% Hispanic. It is a working class constituency, largely Latino. Donald Trump won this county by 6%. The America First agenda of economic nationalism and border sovereignty is a winning formula. It's the right policy and the right politics.
4: And what's interesting is that Donald Trump lost a lot of those counties four years ago and won them this year. And somehow, Valverde County, I'll take that as an example, in Texas, seventy percent, seventy-five percent Hispanic. Donald Trump lost it by ten percent in 2016, won it by eight percent in twenty, in twenty twenty. And somehow he lost the election. Really, you believe that? Wins Florida, wins Ohio, gets fifty percent of the Hispanic vote. of the Hispanic, you know what he usually gets? You know what a Republican usually gets? Between 15 and 25%. He got 50%. 50% of the Hispanic vote in the state of Florida gained 300,000 votes. In Dade County alone. He gained 500, he gained 50% raw vote total in the Bronx. He gained 50%. He gained I think it was, I can't remember the exact, hundreds of thousands of votes in L.A. County somehow lost the election. It's all big fraud. I can't get into that tonight. But the border wall, all they've done, they've taken parts down, all they've done is created highways in the United States. All right, Daniel Horowitz tweet. These aren't unaccompanied. The families are purposely sending them. These are the quote-unquote unaccompanied minors now living in storage containers with one little window uh, sawed into them. Cut into them. The families are purposely sending them on their own because they know they are not applying for Title 42 UACs. If they knew they weren't applying it to the family units, they'd stay intact. And that's how it's been going. Tearing apart families. They're never showing up as families. It was a total lie under Trump. Trump changed the policy. Basically ended, do you know that? Do you know that Trump basically ended illegal immigration on the southern border? And once the wall was completed, it would have completely been ended because he changed it. Everybody had to stay in Mexico and plead their case whether it's for asylum or just to enter into the united states legally they had to plead their case in mexico joe biden reverts back to the barack obama system which is catch and release you catch them you give them a court date of which 90 percent never show up and send them out into the country that is happening right now by the thousands daily they're sending them to maryland they're sending them to illinois they're sending them to your state sending them to my state nobody knows who they are but they got a court date that they'll never show up for that's the democratic party way and when it when the rapes happen and the murders happen no you're a racist for saying that oh you know all against hispanics never commit crimes i'm white and i admit white people commit crimes doug collins sweet. You're telling me that the most powerful office in the free world can't get answers from its own department? Play it for me.
0: Um, up on it, Jen, thanks. Um, there are reports out there that the number of unaccompanied migrants detained at the border has tripled in the last two weeks to 3,200 plus. Is that number accurate? I'm not going to confirm numbers from here. Uh, Obviously, the Department of Homeland Security and others oversee the programs and the engagements that happen at the border. I will say that there are a couple of reasons. Uh, I know Amr asked about our kind of change in policy, but there are a couple of reasons why we think people are coming to the border. Of course, uh, individuals are fleeing countries where individuals and families are, you know, they're fleeing prosecution, fleeing violence economic hardships and other things the region has also experienced two hurricanes in the fall putting further stress on the conditions in these countries <laughs> and the circumstances uh-huh. that are facing individuals hurricanes, not and Biden. all of this is taking place during a global pandemic that has impacted other countries economies placing undue hardships on its people just as it did in the United States so there are also a range of factors that are leading individuals to come to the border why won't you confirm that number that's a very important number uh, I, I we've been very clear uh, that there is an increase that there are more children coming across the border uh, than we no, have facilities at for the at the more time uh, those numbers are tracked by the Department of Homeland Security so I'm certainly I'm just suggesting that you talk to them about all right back
4: bills. to me so again Doug Collins says you're telling me that the most powerful office in the free world. So she says, refer to DHS department of Homeland security. Uh, Who does DHS work for Uh, her boss? So she, she has simply asked are the number of unaccompanied minors has that number tripled at the border? Very simple. Yes or no. Has it tripled? Oh, we have hurricanes. No, what you have is Joe Biden writing a sign that says, come all right now. Come the border is open. And now everyone shows up and you are going to blame hurricanes. And has the number tripled or has it not? Yes or no? Let your yes be yes and your no be no for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Jesus speaking. Matthew chapter 5 verse 37. Simply answer the question. She knows the answer. The answer is yes. And the reason why the number of unaccompanied minors has tripled as well as all other interactions with the border patrol have gone exponentially up by the triples, by the doubles, whatever the numbers are, by the quadruples, who knows? she knows why the number the reason why is because joe biden put out to the world our border is open that's why it's as simple as that let your yes yes why won't you just own it say we want no border just so there's a lot of christians out there wearing their masks and they're still scared of a a virus with a 0.1 post-infection death rate just say to yourself out loud i don't believe the bible It'll make you feel better. It'll cleanse your soul. I don't believe the Bible. Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That's a done deal. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. It's all a done deal. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. It's all done. You don't believe it. You put a mask on. You lock down, you close your churches. Just, you know, you have Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 27, not to me, 24 and 25. Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, right? You just close down your churches. Just say out loud, cleanse your soul, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another. James chapter five, verse 16, right? Do that. Just say, I don't believe the Bible. I believe Anthony Fauci. I believe Antonio Gutierrez from the UN. I believe the World Health Organization just say it out loud that's who you are Christian that's who you are pastor you know you pa- you know pastor that we're on 361 days of 15 days to flatten the curve and you just opened up your church a couple months ago or you're Andy Stanley and you're still closed. Or you're Beth Moore and you're advocating, voting for people who slaughter the unborn. Please say out loud, I don't adhere to the scriptures. I am not a biblical Christian. I do not believe the Bible. Say it out loud. At least maybe then, like Alcoholics Anonymous, where the first thing you do is walk in and say, I'm an alcoholic. You need to come in and say, I'm an unbiblical Christian. Start it. Get it going. Confess it. Maybe there's hope for you then. Maybe there's hope. Here's an interesting question from Maggie Vanderberg, Fog City Mitch. I love that little name she has down there. Why did Republicans confirm Merrick Garland as AG? You know, that's a very good question. Bring it back to me. and I won't read the rest of it. Why exactly? Merrick Garland was asked the question. Is it going to be illegal for you in your mindset, in your um, ideology? Is it going to be illegal for somebody to cross the border illegally? And he answered, he doesn't know. And uh, he was confirmed 70 to 30, which means 20 Republicans voted for him to be confirmed, including Lindsey Graham, I know, which is why I can never again, Lindsey Graham's in the Greg Abbott category, right when I want to love the guy, he pulls garbage like this. Of course, Romney and Murkowski and Collins, they all voted for the moron. The guy, he stumbled more than anybody. uh, 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 That's how he sounded his entire confirmation hearing, just like that. And he couldn't answer a question. Are you going to consider that which is illegal? Illegal. Kyle Becker put together a very, very interesting grouping of six Biden videos. They're awesome. They're all very short. These are Kyle Becker's six Biden cringe moments. Just play them all together, Aaron. Play it for me. I
2: just want to thank you both, and I want to thank the the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there, uh, it's called the I Pentagon, want to make sure we thank Department of Defense. the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we've just talked about and for recommending these two women for promotion. Thank you all. May God bless you all and may God protect our troops.
4: All right, I go right to the next one. Thank you. Thank you. There you
2: go. And I'm happy to take questions if that's what you, I'm supposed <laughs> to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do. <laughs> he told me last, he came in to see me last event. And representatives, uh, Shirley, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Sheila. Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli. Uh, uh, excuse me, Pinnell and uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh, uh, Mayor Turner, Judge Hidalgo. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way these milestones no longer mark our national morning. These milestones, I should say, no, mo- no longer mo- mark our national morning. Environmental justice so we can turn a faucet on and drink water. Breathe clean air. I'm sorry, I'm about to end. But, no, live, you know, we have to live so, I mean, we have to just give people a... <laughs> the brunt falls disproportionately on communities of color exacerbating the need for environmental justice. Sorry, that's a bug.
4: Speaking of the environment. (laughs) There's our our leader right there. Who's really running the country? Susan Rice is, by the way. If you're really wondering, Susan Rice, you know, the Benghazi, habitual nonstop lying sack of garbage. Susan Rice, that's that's who's running the country right now. All right, Rona McDonald tweet. This might be the closest Joe Biden has come to a press conference in 50 years. Play it for me. Now do you hear, bring it back to me, Aaron. You hear that woman. i I never heard anything like that in four years. I watched lots of Trump stuff. Obviously, I watched way more Trump stuff than I did Biden stuff, than I do Biden stuff. I never heard anybody going around to the reports. Okay, that's enough. We're going to go on. No questions. Just constantly hurting reports every single time. The man, the man shows up in public or does anything at the White House at some podium somewhere in the White House or in D.C. There is that same woman with the same voice, obviously, because it's the same person hurting. All right, that's enough. That's it. Let's go. Everybody move. Biden doesn't answer a question. Every single appearance, I challenge you, please go. Every appearance, whether you got, Steve, you know, uh, do you see what's, what's uh, the older ones? Steve Ducey is the younger one. Am I getting it right? Steve Ducey, the younger one. I don't know the Ducey reporter. Yeah, the younger one. I can't remember. But anyway, Ducey, the one of the few good reporters. A couple good reporters there now. Is also a female reporter is really good too. And they're always hurting them away every single time. Do you ever see that with Trump? Why are they? Why are they hurting them away? Same woman every single time does it. And I challenge you, please go through Twitter, Peter Ducey. You're the man, Aaron. Thank you. Could not remember some sort of Ducey. All right, here we go. A Daily Caller tweet, press secretary, what about what we're about to pass the most progressive bill in American history? Right back to me, real quick. Here's the deal. This is the COVID-19 bill. Why is it? Why would a bill called the American Rescue Plan, that is called also the COVID-19 Relief Bill, why would it be called the most progressive bill in American history if it's to fund vaccines and COVID and, you know, help, you know, to it's giving $1,400 to certain Americans. If you're making $75,000 a year or less, you get a $1,400 check. If it's all for COVID relief, then why is it that only 9% of this is going to COVID? And why is this called the most progressive? In other words, the most communist, the most socialist, the most Democratic Party-ish, whatever it may be. It's the most progressive bill in history. If it's all about COVID, why is it progressive to begin with? Why is this not all about solving the COVID problem? I mean, exactly. here's the, I want you to get this too. 9% of 1.9 trillion, if I did my math right, was 171 billion. So $171 billion of $1.9 trillion goes to COVID. The rest of it goes in numerous other places that, if I have time, I'll outline for you. Play the video for me. Last one. A U.N. report out
10: today says the U.S. is among the countries lagging behind on climate-friendly projects in COVID economic recovery spending throughout the globe. Uh, when is this administration going to start moving forward on the $2 trillion climate change package that was such a big part of then-candidate
0: Biden's uh, campaign? It's only day 49, well, Jonathan. The, the we're we're about to the the pass a law. historic, the most progressive bill in American history. It's it's be it passing today uh look I, I would say that the president believes that and he talked about this on the campaign trail as you as you mentioned it was certainly a promise of his that uh we can create the the united states and many other countries around the world we'll we'll focus on here can create good paying union jobs that are also consistent with our objective of right, addressing Bring it, it
4: back to me here's put up that camp retweet erin As you get a second there yeah put that up there 1.9 trillion dollar relief bill here's what it's really all about will erase over ninety percent of San Francisco's six hundred and fifty million dollar budget deficit. Now, now, who presides over San Francisco? I know London Breed is the mayor, but who are the Congress people that preside over that district? Let's see. We have Adam Schiff, um, and we have uh, Nance uh, Pelosi. So they pass a one point nine trillion dollar. COVID relief bill that gives $650 million to pay the debts of San Francisco. So explain to me that, that, by the way, is not they're, they're not the only ones. This is going to numerous blue states to pay off their debts. That's what it's truly all about. And listen, we don't have $1.9 trillion. This now puts us we are currently without this being tabulated into our national debt everybody knows the difference between deficit and debt right oh, but let's do debt first our national debt right at this minute is 28 trillion dollars 28 to per american 28 trillion dollars and now with this we'll be in a nice even 30 trillion dollars how is this happening Well, you know, part of it is funded by the CCP, who collects interest on it and builds their military. So our kids, your kids, my kids, and ourselves are all paying to arm, finance, and train the CCP military. But that's besides the point. But this bill had nothing to do with helping with COVID, just like it never did. There was never anything for you. It was never about your health. It was never about getting Trump out of office and... A myriad of other things, but one of them is to use COVID as an excuse to usher. It's really all about global warming or climate change. World, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset. That's what it's truly all about. To find out who will cooperate with us. Ninety-nine percent of Americans, they got their answer, and hundred percent, with a few, with a few exceptions, basically hundred percent of the church. 99% of churches closed. Also, what? So San Francisco could get a $650 million budget deficit paid off. Uh, New York City's a billion dollars in debt. California's a trillion dollars in debt. Illinois has hundreds of millions of dollars of unfunded pensions. I wonder where the I wonder where their COVID relief money's gonna go. Here's an interesting tweet from Molly. Newly revealed emails show Green Bay officials gave keys to 2020 election to New York's Democrat to a New York Democratic op- operative. Here's a, here's a brief excerpt from the article: A Wisconsin House of Representatives, the the Wisconsin House of Representatives on Wednesday held a hearing to review election irregularities after newly revealed documents obtained by Wisconsin Spotlight revealed that Democrat activists funded by. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg were able to infiltrate the 2020 presidential election in Wisconsin's five largest cities. If you've heard this podcast very much, very often, you will have you will have heard me talk about the six states and the seven cities. Joe Biden lost in every metropolitan area. He lost ground to Hillary Clinton. He lost 300,000 votes in Miami. To what Hillary Clinton won, Donald Trump gained three hundred thousand votes in Miami alone, and somehow lost the election. Right? Joe, uh, President Bu- President Bush. Ugh, I don't want to say that again. President Trump gained massive grounds in the black vote, in the Hispanic vote, and somehow lost the election because it's, I'm telling you, it's because of six, it's because of seven cities and six states. You have Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Detroit, Phoenix, and Las Vegas. Seven cities, Joe Biden lost and lost ground in every other city, but those seven in those six states, one of them is Milwaukee, Wisconsin revealed that democratic activists funded by Mark uh, Zuckerberg were able to infiltrate the 2020 presidential election in Wisconsin's five largest cities in Green Bay a Democratic activist was actually given keys to the room where absentee ballots were stored. Whoops! Before the 2020 presidential election. And you know, the Supreme Court refuses to hear the case coming out of Wisconsin. It's not even a matter of that, that they're refusing it. They have refused it. It's gone. But a Democratic activist had keys to the room in Green Bay. This, You know what this is all right here? Facts! had keys to the room where the absentee ballots were stored. Oh, that's no problem. Just give that, basically give the keys to Nancy Pelosi. The city received a total of one, Green Bay $1.6 million in grant dollars funding from the Zuckerberg-funded Center for Tech and Civic Life, according to Wisconsin Spotlight. A Democratic operative from New York named Michael Spitzer Rubenstein became a grant mentor. <laughs> and Donald Trump lost. No, Donald Trump won by a mega landslide, by about 20 million votes is what he won by. Breaking 9-11 tweet. Don't worry, they got your new CDC guidelines. Fully vaccinated people should continue wearing masks. Oh, I thought vaccinations were the answer. Everybody line up. You know, you can have stillborn kids, and your, your baby can, you know, you can miscarry. You can drop dead. You get Bell's palsy in your face. Line up and get your vaccinations. They said it was the answer. As soon as everybody's vaccinated, you can open up. And I want everybody to apply logic to this. If you're vaccinated, why do you care if anybody else is vaccinated? Here, put it back up there. I'll read it to everybody. Fully vaccinated people should continue wearing masks. Guys, it's not the answer everybody said it was going to be. Practicing distancing and washing their hands often in gatherings with fully vaccinated people and unvaccinated people from multiple households. Everyone should wear a mask and practice social distancing. So what's the point again? Why? Why? What's the point? Makes absolutely no sense. Jack Posobiec tweet breaking: Among 148,494 adults hospitalized with COVID-19 in the United States during March through december of 2020 now i want everybody to see that number 148,494. this country has 330 million people we have a pandemic with that number that's why i read all those i've read those stats to you numerous times about the army corps of engineers building hospitals for th- with thousands of beds all throughout the country and they never saw one patient that's because you have 148,000 patients out of 330 million all right back to the tweet Adults hospitalized with COVID-19 in the United States during March through December 2020, 50% had obesity. If you don't hear anything about obesity, what do they do? 50% of these people had obesity and they closed the gyms. That makes a lot of sense. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that, that's perfect. That, that's definitely the government. You had one job, protect people 80 and above with comorbidities. And what do you do? Send COVID patients into the nursing home. He had one job, and he couldn't even perform that correctly. All right, lawyer for laws tweet. Andrew Cuomo threatened nursing homes. Really? He said, "Really?" Andrew Cuomo threatened nursing homes if they didn't take in COVID-positive nursing home patients. Play, uh, patients play it for me. That
9: these nursing homes, that as you said are private, have to take back these COVID patients. So that's a state mandate. How do you? Well, it's, those it's two?
7: their patient. It's their patient. And their patient that they're getting paid to take care of, now contracts the COVID virus. Okay, now you have to take care of that patient who you're getting paid to take care of with the COVID virus. And what
9: if they can't? Are they, then if they to be non-compliant with
7: well, yeah, the Yeah, if you can't, if you're saying I can't take care of my patients, then fine. Then tell us you can't take care of the patients and we'll make other, uh, we'll make other accommodations.
9: For that, if they can't well, if
7: you system. can't run your business, you can't run your business. Penalty is your own. This is, you know, you're out of business. But if people
9: are dying because, again, the, the facility—it seems like a revolving door. If
7: you are not providing adequate care for your patients, then you're violating your license. What
9: about providing hotel rooms? They put the city has put. Yeah, look, if they say
7: any nursing home that calls up and says I can't do this, we'll make other accommodations.
4: So basically, you lose your license if you don't do what I tell you to do. Simple as that. I'm going to send in COVID-infected patients to the most vulnerable population. That's 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 my philosophy as the governor of the state of New York. Which, by the way, they're fighting back and forth. So is New Jersey, and then New York fighting for who has the worst death per capita rate of any state in the union. It's one or both. It's one of the. I believe New York's number one right now, but New Jersey, with Phil Murphy in charge, he'll fight back and become number one. That's where we are. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. What you need to do is go state to state. State to state. Don't pay attention to the national news. Go state to state. We're winning in Florida, even under the spineless worm leadership of Greg Abbott in Texas. They're actually winning. Mississippi's doing great things. Iowa's doing great things. South Dakota's doing great things. Georgia is doing great things. Wisconsin might be doing great things watch it state to state great things are ahead listen psalm chapter 3 verse 3 how many are my psalm chapter 3 verses 1 through 3 how many are my foes how many rise up against me many are saying of me god will not deliver me but you are god is you are a shield around me O lord you bestow glory on me and you lift up my head keep your heads up high if you call jesus lord and savior He's the it. Be a biblical Christian. Quote scripture. Stand in the word of God. He will keep you healthy. He will keep you prosper. And he has called you to win every single time. Listen, I love you guys. For all those watching on Facebook, for all those watching on Periscope, for all those watching on YouTube, I love you guys. You are my faithful that have not been pulled away by the tech tyrants. I love each and every one of you. We're back 830 Saturday night. God bless you abundantly. Amen.